welcome to the latest episode of the Engaging Marketeer podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about a, a very specific issue which a lot of business owners face over the years with websites. And most web designers don't have a clue how to fix it because they don't really understand the relationship between emails and websites and how websites actually process the emails. Now, I think it's important, first of all, to tell a, a little story, a little parable, a little business story that um, you probably have heard. So please don't stop me if, if you've heard it. It's the kind of thing that gets told a lot on social media. It, it's being shared quite a lot on memes. It's being shared quite a lot on sort of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, and LinkedIn, that kind of thing. And its origin is probably very old and probably very, very untrue. But it does have an important meaning. So the story goes something like this. There's a ship in, uh, in a dock, and the owners of the ship are panicking because the ship has a leak. And the water's coming into the ship, and the ship is starting to sink. And they've been looking around the, the bowels of the ship. They've been in the stern. They've been in, in the bow. Because, you know, I know nautical terms. My dad used to be in the Merchant Navy. It'll check there. They're looking around the, uh, the ship, and they can't find where the water's coming in. They don't know how to stop the leak. And they're risking uh, losing a multi-multi-million pound ship that's going to that's gonna sink into the middle of the harbour. And they bring in an expert, a ship engineer. And the ship engineer comes in, he's, he's got his tool belt on him, and he walks around the insides of the ship. He's, he goes from the bow, he goes to the stern, he, he has a look around at all the different panels on the side of the ship, and then suddenly he stops and he pulls out a nail. And he puts the nail up to the side of the ship, and he hammers the nail into the ship and stops the leak. The leak stops dead. The water is no longer coming in. He has saved the ship. So the owners of the ship, they're obviously delighted by this. This is brilliant. You've saved our ship. You've saved us. This ship's sinking into the dock. You, you've been amazing. We, how can we ever repay you? And the ship engineer hands them a bill for £30,000. And they're furious. They're like, what, what the hell is this? Why are you giving me a bill for £30,000? All you did was hammer a nail into the side. Anyone could have done that. We could have done that. And the shipping engineer explains to them, yes, anyone could have hammered a nail into the side of the ship, and the nail itself is probably only worth about 20 pence. You're not paying for the nail. You're not paying for a man to hammer the nail in. You're paying for the years and years of training and experience and knowledge to know where to hammer the nail. That is what you are paying for. That is why... I have saved your ship from sinking and saved you millions of pounds. That is what that £30,000 bill is for. And that's a parable that goes around social media quite a lot about how you should be charging your services for what they're worth, for the training and the experience and the knowledge that you've got, not for what somebody thinks your time is worth. And the reason I mention that parable, that parable is because almost an identical thing happened to me earlier this week except there wasn't a ship involved and there wasn't a nail involved and there wasn't any kind of manual labour, because I don't do that, and there wasn't the risk of anything sinking. So it was quite different, actually, to, to what I've just described. But the idea was similar. See, I was speaking to uh, the owner of a business 
and it's a pretty well-known business, certainly around these parts. If I mentioned the name to you, you undoubtedly would have heard of it. You, you undoubtedly would have heard of it. It's a very well-known business. And they've got a website, as you'd expect. Uh, they've got a website that they've had for many years, and it's looked after by a particular guy who designed and built the website, but he doesn't really look after it because most web designers don't do that. When you get a website designed by somebody, they design the website, and then they don't want to know. They don't want to know. And the website is hosted on a particular server with a hosting company. And this website was moved to this new hosting company, they said, about three months ago. And ever since this website was moved to this new hosting company, they have not received a single email through it. They haven't received a single email through the website since it's moved, and they don't know why. And they think, well, it can't be a coincidence, can it? It can't be a coincidence that they moved the website to a new host, and suddenly all the emails through the website stopped. No, it's not a coincidence. No. Anyone who tries to send an email through a contact form, an inquiry form on the website, nobody gets it. Anybody who tries to apply for a job on the website, nobody gets it. Nothing's working. The web designer that designed the website isn't really interested in looking at it for them because it's nothing to do with him. He just did the website and moved on. Doesn't want to know. The hosting company that looks after the server, they said, well, there's nothing wrong with our server. There's nothing wrong with our server. There is no reason for this not to be working. You need to be looking at the website. Nothing we've done wrong. So they don't know what to do because the web designer doesn't want to know. The hosting company says there's nothing wrong. What do you do? And they explained this problem to me. And as soon as they started talking about it, I knew exactly what the problem was. I knew exactly what the problem was. And I said, right, I bet, I bet the, uh, the email address that the contact form is sending to is an email address at your domain name for the website. It doesn't go to a Hotmail or a Gmail or something else. It goes to the domain name for the website, doesn't it? Yes, they said. And they said what the email address was, and it was out there, their website address domain name. Right. And I'm willing to bet as well that the email for your website isn't handled by the hosting company. It's not on a, a Potmail or an IMAP or anything like that. You're probably on something external like Office 365 or, or on Gmail or something, or Google Mail, I should say, so Google handles it. They said, yes, we're on Office 365. Okay, so Microsoft Office 365. Right, okay. Yeah, I thought as much. I know exactly what the problem is. Instantly. It's because when the web designer has moved the website across to this new hosting environment, I should specify that this website is WordPress. It's a WordPress website. When the web designer has moved it across to this new hosting environment, he hasn't set up the email routing on the cPanel properly. Because most web designers do not understand cPanel. They just design websites. They make pretty looking websites. They're good at design. They're good at creative. Some of them are good at coding and developing and, and style sheets. Not all of them, some of them are. But the vast majority of them haven't got a clue about a server setup. Why would they? It's a different skill, it's an IT skill. And what has happened is, and if anybody out there is listening to this now and thinking, and if you're thinking, I've got a website like this and I've not had any email come through the contact form and I've tested it and it doesn't work, I've had people fill it in and tell me they filled it in and I haven't got it, this is what you do. This is how you fix it. Log into the cPanel for your website. Chances are it's your website, yourwebsite.com or yourwebsite.co.uk forward slash cPanel, C-P-A-N-E-L. 
and you'll get to a login screen. Log in there or get your web designer or your server host to do it for you. Log in there and then click on the link for email routing. Email routing. And that's the function within cPanel that tells the server what to do with email. If an email is sent in the server, where does it go? And you've got three options in there. I think it's local, remote, or automatic. Now, local is what this company had and what most web designers tend to leave it on because they don't know to change it. Local is telling the website server any email sent to this domain name if it was our website, engageweb.co.uk, it would be, say, info at engageweb.co.uk. Any email sent through here, through a contact form, through this website, anything processed by a script on this website, try to deliver it locally within the server. And that's what it's trying to do. However, they're not on that. They're on Office 365, which means the email sent locally by the website needs to leave the server, but it's not being allowed to do so. What they need to do is switch it to remote which is saying, don't try and deliver that email locally. Let it go, let it out, let it out into the internet so that it can go where it needs to go and then Microsoft Office 365 can pick it up and it'll land in their, their inbox. And that is a, a series of three radio buttons and you choose one of them. And I said, what's happened there is yours is set to local. All you need to do is log in, click remote, click update, your problem will be solved. And that realistically would have taken me, if they'd wanted me to do it for them, let's say I had the, the login, username and password, probably would have taken me 10 to 15 seconds. Tops. 30 seconds if I was being slow. And it would have fixed a problem they'd been having for the last three months and couldn't solve. And a hosting company that couldn't help them. And a web designer that just didn't want to know because he didn't know how to do it anyway. That is me effectively hammering the nail into the side of the ship and stopping their leak, stopping their ship sinking in the harbour. But I didn't charge them £30,000 for that. I didn't charge them anything for that because it's something that I just offered them as knowledge because it would help them. And I hope that if you're listening to this now and you have a similar problem and you are wondering how on earth can I stop or can I start my emails from my website coming again because they're just not arriving? I'm filling in the contact form and it's not working. Where are they? Why are they not arriving in my inbox? That is almost certainly the reason why. Almost certainly the reason why. And if you're wondering, I, I don't have access to cPanel or the hosting company hasn't given me access. I don't know how to change this and they're not replying. There is another way you can fix this. There is another way you can fix this. It's not ideal, but there is another way you can fix this. And that is essentially to change the email address that the contact form sent to. If your website is, for example, engageweb.co.uk and your contact form is sending it to info at engageweb.co.uk and it's not being let out the server, so it's not getting to you, all you need to do is change it to a domain name that is different to the website that's hosted on the server. So if your website is engageweb.co.uk, you could change the email that contact form sends out to to something at hotmail.com or something at gmail.com. And it all work fine. Because it knows that domain doesn't exist on this server, I can let it out and it will get to you. And I first encountered this issue back in 2003. Back in 2003, when I was hand-coding a a contact form in i i think it was cgi 
which isn't computer-generated imagery. It's nothing to do with films. CGI is, is a coding script, and I was hand-coding a contact form in CGI for a website that I had built back in 2003, and it was all set up perfectly, and it should have been sending the email to me, and it wasn't getting to me, and I couldn't work out why it wasn't arriving. And then I thought, maybe there's an issue with my email. So I changed the email to a different email address. And I think it was my Hotmail email, and it arrived. And I thought, well, what the hell's that working? Why am I getting it via my Hotmail, but it's not working via the email for the website? And it probably took me a couple of days to get to the bottom of it. Because back in 2003, this kind of information wasn't available on podcasts. And it certainly wasn't available on the internet, because nobody had these problems. Nobody was doing this. But that was 2003 I had this problem. And every time I hear this from a client now, we've got a website, it's been moved to a new server, well, the web designer's designed our new website, the emails are not getting to us from the contact form, and we don't know why, and the web designer doesn't know why, and the hosting company says there's nothing wrong. I know instantly it's your email routing. You've got the wrong selection on the box. You've got local when you should have remote. It's that simple. It's that simple. So I hope this has been useful for you. Uh, if it hasn't been useful for you, then apologies for that. Uh, if you hear anybody saying that they're having a problem such as this, that they've got a website and the contact form isn't working, the emails aren't being received, or they've suddenly stopped being received when someone's made a change or the, the hosting's changed, then please refer them to this podcast because it's a very, very simple fix. They don't need to employ a, a web developer to look into it. They don't need to spend any money on it. It literally is a 15 to 30 second fix, depending on how quickly they can log in and click a button. Uh, it's very, very easy to do. You don't need to be technical. So refer them to this podcast and they can fix that for themselves. So thank you very much for listening. I would greatly appreciate if you could give me a five-star review um, or, or just give me some comments some feedback uh, follow me on youtube subscribe to me on the podcast however you want to do that would be absolutely appreciated thank you very much and i will catch you on the next podcast